You're listening to the King's Church Podcast. Visit us online at kingswisbeach.org.uk. Hello, good evening. I'm Matt. And I'm Fiona. And this is Friday Conversations. Yes. Yeah. This is our final installment of our Lent season of Friday Conversations. We have been reading through um, this book, The Prison Letters, a 40-day devotional for Lent. And each week is focused on a different theme as found in the books of, do we remember the books if you've been watching? Hopefully you remember the books, <laughs> Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. And we've been looking at seven of the key themes as we've gone through the season of Lent together and this is the final week, um, Holy Week, as some church traditions call it, um, which is the lead up to Easter Sunday. Um, and so we are going to be focusing on the final chapter of the book, which is called He Is Risen, mm. tying in with the Easter theme, linking yeah. us in with all of that. Yes. Um, so that's where we're at that's what we're doing mm -hmm. today mm -hmm. if you haven't journeyed with us all the way through you're still very welcome thank you for joining us tonight mm -hmm. um, and you can always go back on our youtube channel um, the king's church Wispeach on youtube and you can watch all the way through all the different discussions we've had um, all the way through this last seven weeks of mm -hmm. lent lots of interesting discussions and important discussions there mm -hmm as well mm. which, which theme has been your favorite theme that we've oh. looked at <laughs> you should have asked me that earlier if i can't, I can't think <laughs> um i don't know I, I mean i've watched i've watched them all um you know and, and that's all that's all been interesting here but I don't, I don't think there's been one in particular that's okay. sort of stuck out okay. for me no. well how about you at home has there been a particular theme or maybe it's been some something that you've thought to yourself you know what i'm going to remember that i'm going to take that away with me it could be something you've read in the book if you've been following along in the book sort of in the daily mm. readings it could have been something that we've mentioned in one of the discussions maybe um what what's one of the things that that sticks out to you that you're going to remember and you're going to say you know what that was really good. I'm going to try and remember that bit mm. and, and take that with me. So why don't you comment in the comments with that as well. If you're new joining us, this is how Friday Conversations works. Mm. Fiona and I have a conversation, yes. <laughs> but it's not just us. We are also having a conversation with you at home. So please, if you're watching live on YouTube, this only works if it's live. Of course, if you're watching the recording, you'll just have to watch. But if you're watching live, you can use the live chat on YouTube. And Fiona's got a tablet set up there. I've got my mobile phone here. And we can see all the comments coming through and we'll read some of them out. And we'll use some yeah, of them in our discussions. Yeah. We'll answer some of the questions live on air. Mm. So please do get involved with Friday Conversations. So that's our first sort of question, as it were. What's the one one thing from this series that you're going to remember or, or take away with you or stuck out mm. at you. Maybe it's something you've known for a long time, but you've just kind of been mm. reminded or refreshed that, oh yeah, that, that, that's, that's yeah. important. I, I need that for me. So mm. why don't you share that in the live chat? That would be fantastic. Fiona, do you just want to tell everybody um, sort of how we're hoping to structure the evening with the two different sections? Well, yes, obviously the, the title is He Is Risen, but we are obviously, this being Good Friday, we're going to be focusing on, well, why he had to be raised because um, he died. So, so we're going to look at both at the crucifixion and, uh, and the in-between part, and then, you know, how the two link together um, and the fact that it wasn't just that, you know, these are some events that happened and that was the sequence, that actually they're, they're so... Um, importantly interlinked because if he hadn't died he wouldn't have won the victory which brought the rising from the death but equally um, 
you know, if, if he hadn't risen, then it would have proved that he didn't win the victory and he was just another sort of persecuted prophet and failed messiah. So, you know, the two sides of this are really important, mm. you know, that we get both aspects into the, into the picture. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and writing this, that, that is one of the things I found quite difficult in this section mm. to write is because the two are so interwoven and interlinked together mm. that yeah. in, a, in a devotional where you where you try to take people through a journey kind of almost step by step mm. it, it was quite difficult to try to find bits that were separated you know yeah. here's a bit about the crucifixion and now here's a nice bit yeah. about the resurrection because because it is as you say it is interlinked and yes. interwoven yeah. so that's kind of what you get yeah. um in the yeah. in the prison letter books in the Bible, mm. um, I've I've tried to focus on things in the, in in here to make it a little bit more uh, sequential. But as you say, if you do read the books themselves all the way mm. through, um, yeah, you get that. <laughs> yes, th they're a joint thing: the, yes. the death and and the resurrection. And yeah. I know that the, there's the three the days separating them, but they. Yeah. They're so bound together, yes, aren't they? And, and it's the absolute foundation of our faith because if he hadn't really died, as some people claim he didn't, yeah. then the debt is not paid. If he hadn't risen from the dead, physically, bodily risen yeah. from the dead, then actually nothing has changed. Yeah. And, and, and the whole foundation of our faith is rooted in the fact that Jesus physically literally died for us and rose again and that that's it and i think that i, I put that i i, th I started off this mm. section mm. by by acknowledging the fact that even though it's a led to devotional and of course mm. you 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 end up at easter as you work mm. through lent and mm. you end up at the crucifixion and the resurrection at mm. the end of the season yeah um i was kind of saying sorry but not sorry mm -hmm. um for including mm -hmm. references to the death and resurrection of Jesus yes. throughout the book yes. because it makes no sense without it. Well, that's the, the entire um, belief of, of, of the Christian, the entire purpose, the entire approach to life, every, you know, the way we view everything is all absolutely woven through mm. with the death and resurrection of Jesus. You can't there is no way you can avoid those and call yourself a Christian. Mm. You know, it's not just sort of, oh, well, you know, this is one among many philosophies and you pick and choose from the smorgasbord. Actually, we're, the, the statement you find in scripture is, and, and that, that we believe is that this, this is the way that has mm. been opened up to God mm. and it was necessary. And without this, we don't have that access to God, that yeah. eternal hope. Yeah. Mm. Let, me just, let me just read this. Um, little section for, for people at home. So if you have been reading through the book, um, what I tried to do in the first little chapter section of this chapter mm. is tie all the bits together. Yes. Because now we're coming to the end. Mm. Um, so in part one, we explored the theme of family. And in part two, we looked at unity. Part three, we looked at spiritual warfare. Then we looked at prayer. Then we looked at how do we live lives for Jesus then we looked at suffering and now here we are looking at the death and resurrection and mm. this is this is what I wrote um, so linking all these things together mm. by the central mm. linchpin of mm. the, the death and resurrection of Jesus mm. so w without the death and resurrection of Jesus we would not be adopted into God's family, which was week one. We would not, we would be unable to forgive as he has forgiven us and therefore be unable to live in unity as the family of God in the way Jesus intends us to. We would not be living in the victory Jesus had already won for us, so we wouldn't stand a chance in any form of spiritual mm. warfare. Mm. Prayer, which was another topic, would seem pointless and living in the way that God wants us to live would be impossible as we wouldn't have the indwelling presence and power of the Holy Spirit inside us to help and to guide us. And suffering would be unbearable as we would be without the hope that Jesus brings us. Mm. So yeah. all of it 
all of what we've yes. looked at here and indeed all of Christianity yes. itself yes. is held together by the central that's fact right. that Jesus yes. died yes. It is and Jesus rose again. That's right. It is literally the crux of the whole matter. Mm. You know, and obviously crux just means cross. cross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. Good. Mm. Oh, there's a few comments coming in there. Good. We'll yeah. read some of those in a minute. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Maggie and Alan and Jackie so far for commenting. Mm -hmm. We'll read those out in just mm -hmm. a moment. If there's any more to come in, please send them in. That would be great. Mm -hmm. So, Fiona, mm. death and resurrection of Jesus, the cross. Yes. What can you tell us about it? <laughs> well, of course, today we had the walk of witness in, in Wisbeach, didn't we? Well, um, we I don't were, know, because our family were arriving around. this morning, so I didn't get to go. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but it, did, it did take place. Yes, and, yes and I know. Sort of that whole remembrance yeah. of the, the crucifixion yes. of Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, why did Jesus have to die? Well, and here, here is the, uh, the real crunch thing, isn't it? given that actually Jesus didn't have to die. He's the only human being who's ever lived who didn't have to die, who had a choice in the matter. Because, you know, we, we're told right from the start of the Bible, you know, that, that actually the reason for death is sin. And know? he was without sin. And he was without sin. So he actually, uniquely to all, from all of us, did not actually have to die. And, um, and he said that, isn't he, in, in one of John's verses you know um, I lay down my life no one takes it from me I lay it down mm. and so you know this it was quite a different sort of death in that sense from yours or mine or anybody else's in that you know when God calls time on us we don't actually have a choice <laughs> but, yeah. but but for Jesus it was actually something that he he chose to go that way and he went that way because his father said this is the only way that we can we can win this battle, that we can deal with the ultimate enemy, which is death. Um, and the only way you can actually defeat death is by, <laughs> it, I mean, it sounds crazy, doesn't it? By surrendering to it, but the only then way finding- to defeat death is by dying. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> and actually, because there is nothing in him that death can hold on to, it's like, you know, the death can't hold him in his clutches anymore. And so Jesus was able to come through that. Whereas for us, you know, well, whatever we might look like compared to somebody else or how we think to ourselves, the fact is there is always something for death to grip onto with us. But for Jesus, there was nothing that could hold him. And so actually going through there, he, on our behalf, he actually defeated the enemy, you know, and uh, I think you use the um, analogy in your book, don't you, about, you know, actually it's like he paid a debt yeah. that we could not pay, but that required paying. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's an analogy I often use talking to people, you know, that if, if you owe somebody money and you don't have the wherewithal to pay it, well, if they then let you off, what it means is not that, oh, it's now disappeared. It means they have borne the loss. Yeah. And if, or if somebody else steps up and says, I'll pay that debt for them, they have borne the loss, but somebody somewhere bears the cost yeah. of paying that. You know, it doesn't just disappear. Yeah. And, and that's the thing that when it comes to justice, God says it has, it has to be that justice is fully satisfied and that, and that the debt is paid so that then, once the debt is paid, you no longer owe it. Mm. And there's the freedom. Mm. And I think, I, think I, I mentioned as well, um, the whole idea because people who understand that the debt has been paid, people who have accepted Jesus's forgiveness and have given their lives to him have understood mm. this payment of the debt that they owed, mm. um, that they were sinful and that actually only Jesus can pay that and, and enable them to mm. live right with God mm. again. And there might be some watching who may not have realized this yet. Yeah. And, and the, the analogy um, in the book is one of somebody in a prison cell mm. where the debt has been paid. So 
the door's been unlocked. Yeah. You, you can leave at any time. Yeah. And some people have discovered, oh yes, my debt has been paid. The door is unlocked. Actually, I'm going to open the door and I'm, and I'm going to I'm going to leave this yes, and live this, it, this, live this part of life, life, which is full of sin and living for self and mm. where everything goes wrong and all that, you know, and, and, mm. and come, you know, do things yes. Jesus' way. But some people, mm-hmm. even though the door is unlocked, because it's all they've ever known, yeah, or they don't even realize that you know the door is unlocked. There is this way out. Mm. There is this mm. freedom to be experienced. That they stay yeah in in the in the prison cell as it yeah. were um, and not accept that freedom that mm. jesus yes. has given us yes yes that 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 i think is it's another uh, quite a sort of commonly used picture and, and it's a very mm. helpful one you know that sort of why are you still sitting in your dungeon yeah. when the door is open yeah. yeah you can actually walk out of it you have a choice yeah and you have a choice because somebody has unlocked the door. You know what Jesus says, you know, I'm the first and the last and the living one. And, uh, and he says, I have, I died, and, but, but I have the keys of death and Hades. Yeah, and and he's, he has opened the door for us. Yeah, that's... Yeah, so we can, mm. we can escape that, yeah. Mm. Good. Mm. Yes. Let's read some of the the comments that we've had, right. um, and then we might we'll come back and talk a bit more mm-hmm. about the cross. So we yeah. did ask the question, didn't we? Yeah. Um, that what was one of the sort of key things that you had mm. thought about or would got to take away with you mm. from the series? Yeah. So yes, uh, yeah. yes, Maggie's put one Maggie, in. Maggie, yeah. Do you want to read Maggie's yeah. one? Yes, yes. Um, like Fiona, I don't have any one subject, but I have appreciated the prayers at the end of each day's reading. So, you know, she's obviously found mm, it mm, generally. Mm. And, and actually, um, Joan, Joan is putting as well, you know, well, I agree. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, perhaps I'm not alone in, you know, not having had just one that really sprung out, you know, but. Mm, and but, Jackie yeah. said that the most exciting thing is that this is the day the Lord has made. When Jesus died and rose again, mm-hmm. everything changed. Mm. And even finding it mentioned in Psalm 118, verse 24, was was thrilling to find that. Because, <laughs> of course, that. that was written before yes. um, mm. Jesus um, yeah. was, what, was around. What it, so, what verse Psalm 118, verse 24. Verse 24. Um, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us... Yes, it's when it's talking about Jesus, the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. Mm. The Lord has done this and it is marvellous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, it, it's, it's the one about the, um, the, it's one of those Psalms of ascent that they read on the way up to Jerusalem, mm. you know, and yeah. Mm. So the big procession with <laughs> In a sense, the the king coming to his city. Mm. Well, speaking of the kingship of Jesus, mm. Mm. Um, it's another book that I'm reading at the moment as well. Um, mentions this. There, there's a lot that plays out mm. in the at the crucifixion. Mm. Yes, you have the whole crucifixion kind of story. This happens mm. and this happens, and they went to the hill, and mm. then they. Then he got arrested mm. and then, you know, he got whipped and then mm. so there's, there's all that that happens. But the parallels and things. So for the Jewish listener or, mm. or, or person mm. reading Matthew's gospel, for example, or whatever, mm. um, would be drawing all sorts of parallels and things mm-hmm. with the crucifixion, wouldn't yes. they? Well, yes, with hindsight, they would. With be, hindsight, yes. See, as to say, even the people who'd been with him yeah, in the lead up to it didn't understand later, what he was saying. When the Holy Spirit came and revealed yeah, it to them, that's which is right. what the yes, Holy because, Spirit Because does. they had not seen in the Old Testament all the things that Jesus knew were written about him until after the resurrection. And mm. then suddenly, ah, now it begins to make yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Because, mm-hmm. because of course we had the the, the Passover lamb, yeah. so it's happening at Passover. So at the moment it's yep. Passover yes. for for the Jewish mm. religion, which is why Easter mm. doesn't happen at the same date yep. every year. Christmas happens the same date right. every year because yep. that's one in the Christian calendar that they've said mm. we'll celebrate it here. That's right. But the Easter 
shifts. Yes. Do you know why? Would you like to tell us why? Well, because the Jewish calendar is a lunar one. Aha. So and it's to do with the phases, the phases of, the, of moon. the moon. That's right. And so, yes, the, each month is in a slightly different place each year, whereas our calendar is fixed. And because Easter and the crucifixion happened during Passover, that's yeah. why yes. Christians celebrate during Passover. Yeah. So unlike Christmas, where no one really knows the exact well, no one knows the exact date. No, and actually, it wasn't December. That you, yeah. If you if you look at that, it fits very, neatly yeah, on a cycle that, of a year, right. which yes. is why yes. it, it's, it's a it's there. a good thing to celebrate in the in the depths of yeah. winter sort of thing. Yes, but um, but Passover, but yeah. interestingly, mm -hmm. because the Jewish calendar has been arranged as it has been for mm. centuries. Mm. Um, we we could pretty much know that okay during the Passover festival mm. this is when mm -hmm. it happened yeah. so Easter mm -hmm. we have a much more kind of mm. accurate date of, of yeah. remembrance and celebration for that happening yes. than say Christmas yes and you notice that um, that Jesus knew his time was coming you know because because he knew his scriptures so well and obviously he also had a had the perfect ability to hear what the father was saying at all times because at no point did his own will obtrude on hearing what the father's mm. will was mm. whereas i mean he had and and he had the devil trying very hard all the way through to sort of say don't go that way choose this way and he never did and so there was never any question as to what the father's will was and he always did it which mm. is of course why death couldn't get hold of him you mm. know he'd been trying very hard for a long time but um, but yes, and, and so he would know, you see, and, and that Passover, he knew this was the Passover. Mm. And that's why there's this sort of very elaborate arrangements, the going through it, the explaining it all. Um, and then, of course, it also explaining what will happen next. But they were still also shocked and surprised when it did. Mm. But um, one yeah. of the things that really surprised me a few years ago when, when, I, when I kind of realized um, I must have heard someone talking about it or read it somewhere that we, we get so familiar with these stories we kind of compartmentalize them yeah. strangely but the fact that the whole thing about Jesus being like our, the, the, a sacrifice on our behalf because in yeah. the Old Testament there's mm. the sacrificial system and you needed mm. the blood of, mm -hmm. of a, a clean animal <coughs> to sort of cover over your sin to yeah. make yeah. your all of that kind of thing and you look back to the exodus as well yeah. where god said take a lamb and and mm. brush the mm. the blood over the lamp the the doorpost so yeah. that i won't the, mm. yeah the, the, the spirit of death won't mm. enter those households i'll pass over you yeah um, and all that kind of stuff mm. so that's where the Passover yeah. celebration the, those comes things from. were all actually pointing forward or pointing forward and, to Jesus. and then were ultimately fulfilled and the thing that really got me was the ultimate fulfillment happens simultaneously at the same time. Mm -hmm. So on, on the one side of Jerusalem, mm -hmm. you've got the Passover lamb, mm -hmm. the symbol pointing to Jesus, mm -hmm. or has been through the, the, mm -hmm. the centuries. Mm -hmm. um, you have the, the symbol of the Passover lamb in the mm -hmm. temple yes. being sacrificed whilst simultaneously mm. at the same time at the other side of the city yeah. you have Jesus mm. being crucified so the two mm. happening and the one sort of pointing across to the other and saying mm -hmm. hey mm -hmm. look yeah. so that that was like wow okay yeah. Passover because yeah. I've always thought yeah okay mm. Passover it points ahead to Jesus mm. but they actually yeah. it happening at the same time yes and, and this as is, each other was like ah oh, okay so an actual fulfillment yeah. and and that's why um, you know since then we don't need a temple and we don't, we don't have to bring sacrifices. lambs and goats and things for sacrifices because the one sacrifice has been made for all time you know the one perfect sacrifice offered by the one perfect priest and and now you know that that whole system is therefore finished with mm. you know not because it wasn't good 
but because it's now, it's, it's now purpose. fulfilled. It's pointed forward, right. it's done its yeah. job. Yes, exactly. And, and now everything has changed because now sin has finally been dealt with. There's actually a final remedy. Um, and, you know, and obviously that's, that's what the death of Jesus is about. It's the final remedy for sin. Mm. And, and obviously, given that the word sin, you know, we're talking about the rebellion that's at the root of the whole problem of humanity, the rebellion that says, we'll make our own rules, thank you, we don't want yours. You know, we, we would like to be gods ourselves. That's, that's the bottom root of, of all the mess that the world's in. Mm. And here, at last, the final remedy has been brought. Mm. And so it's, it's the beginning of the whole new creation here. Mm. 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 So here's a question I was asked when I was writing the book, and I, I know my answer to it. Um, what, I have to remember it now, <laughs> <laughs> always the trick. So the, the, for, the, the covering of the sin, the forgiveness that we get mm. because of the death of the resurrection of Jesus, mm-hmm. would we have only, would we have still been forgiven if Jesus didn't rise again? I mean, he did, so it's kind well, of a moot point. I don't, I don't quite. My, my, my answer when I, when I was asked that, my answer was, well, because of the sacrificial system, it's the sacrifice that that brought about so that, that sort of that that covering. But it was the rising again that helped to well, fulfill that completely and yeah. seal that and well, yes, prove without, that Jesus is who he said he was. Yeah. Well, with, without see, you, you know, obviously we're going into our next half yeah, yeah. here. But yes, basically, when Jesus rose again. That was the proof that he has now defeated, defeated the prince yeah, of this yeah. world. Yeah. No more was needed. And now yeah. he has taken the, the place of authority. You know, he has actually become the son of man seated at the right hand of God. You know, sometimes people think that when they talk about Jesus, son of God, son of man, that, that you know, the son of man bit is his humanity. It isn't. That's the bit, you know, the son of man figure in Daniel 7 is the one who ascends to the father's throne on the clouds and is given authority and power over all nations forever. You know, that, that, is, that is him actually returning to his, his godly throne. That's not him having shelved it and come down here. You know, that, that actually that, that's, that's the key point. That title doesn't mean, oh, look, he is human. That title means he is the one who is the king, the one who has had the victory and the one who has now the authority. Mm. Oh. And that whole kingly idea as well. Um, in, in a book, the Spring Harvest book, that mm. it's really great this year. They've released mm. all sorts of stuff ahead mm. of, the, of the actual event. So right. I'm already halfway through the, the theme book. Which <laughs> you is won't need to go, Matt. Brilliant. Oh, no, it'll be fantastic. I'll have, you know, I'm, I'm, already, I'm already there, which is good. Um, but the whole thing about um, the kingship of Jesus, how mm. Jesus was actually born king. Yeah. He, mm. he didn't have to become, like Charles, Charles mm. had to wait, didn't yeah. he? He had to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and then he became mm. king. Yeah. Eventually. Mm. And, and he's just about to get crowned yeah. um, in May this yeah. year. Yeah. But Jesus mm. is actually born king yes. already. He that is born king of he's the Jews. He's the only yeah. person who's mm. actually been born a king. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The his enthronement and crowning. That's right. Which, like with Charles, he we've waited almost a yeah. year for the the crowning to, yeah. to happen. Stick the crown in his head, hooray! You know, mm-hmm. here's mm-hmm. the king. But he he's been king for yes. for a year yes. already. Yes. Uh, just without the crown. Yeah. Yeah. But so Jesus, mm-hmm. been king since he's been born. Mm-hmm. But yet, actually, at the crucifixion, mm-hmm. we actually see mm-hmm. his enthronement we mm. see his crowning as well mm. as he's high and lifted up yeah. on the cross right. and, yeah. and 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 robe put on him and a mm. crown mm. put on his head but it's such a different kingdom yes that the 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 enthronement yeah. and the crowning s- 
ceremony, yeah. not quite ceremony, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean, mm-hmm. of Jesus is so different yes. to what the world yes. would expect. Yes. But that's kind of the point. Yes, well, because that is the point that he's actually here to defeat the power of this world and to do it in a way that is completely different from the way of this world. You know, so completely different that nobody could understand it, including his closest friends, until after it had been completed. Mm. Mm. Good, so before we go for the break, we are going to ask another question for you to be typing into the live chat. We'll look at your answers afterwards. What are some of the things you and your family do to celebrate um, the remembrance of Jesus' death and resurrection? Um, there could be all sorts of different things. What, what kind of things do you do during Holy Week or on Easter Sunday or on Good Friday or whatever um, to help remember the death and the resurrection of Jesus? So there might be some little family traditions in there um, or some wider events or whatever it is. It would be interesting to see what, what you guys do um, at home. So type that in and we'd love to, to read those out as well. We've got to go for a little break. And we're not a break, we're going to go for some notices and a song, um, and of course, Easter themed song, so do join in. Um, my wife Verity doesn't know, but she's singing this one, so we look forward to that. And um, we shall be back soon, continuing our discussion with you about the resurrection. So, see you again very shortly. Hello, welcome back. We are halfway through our discussion on the seventh session of this current series of Friday Conversations. Fiona and I are talking about the death and resurrection of Jesus, um, kind of based on this book, The Prison Letters, a 40-day devotional for Lent. But of course, we are sort of taking a wider view, picking out the theme of the death and resurrection that we find across um, the Bible as well. Um, But if you've been following along, thank you for doing that um, each day. Before the break, we did ask the question, um, what are some of the things that your family does to celebrate Easter together? Mm -hmm. Um, We've had a few comments in. Some people might still be typing, so we'll read those Mm -hmm. out as well. Uh, But do you want to read the first one, Fiona? Yeah, well, the first one is actually from your wife. I love to watch The Miracle Maker. Indeed, it was switched on this morning. Mm-hmm. We, we got up to the crucifixion, which was appropriate for today, yeah. but we haven't finished it yet. Finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then Alan Hammond saying, we always meet up with close family. And Joan, his wife, saying, we also have a decorated Easter tree and Easter egg hunts for children. Mm. And I've seen sort of Easter wreaths on some, some people's doors mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And some, some people make little Easter gardens, don't they? Yeah. With, with the tomb and the, maybe a, the cross in the background and yeah. a little Easter garden. And then the stone rolled away the from the tomb. The stone rolls away, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. And then Maggie's put in, we like to go to the Maundy Thursday evening communion service at the Baptist Church and then go on the Wisbeach Churches Together Walk of Witnesses on Good Friday. We found today's walk very meaningful. That's Maggie and Richard. Mm. And we have um, some some people celebrate sort of Passover as well at Mm. the same time, tying it all in as well. We've got, um, I think this is Hope and John. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Hope and John saying we share boiled eggs with each other in our church in South Korea because Hope and John come from Korea. Yeah. Boiled eggs. Very good. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, if you've got any other traditions or things that that you do in the Easter period, it's very fascinating to to have a read. So do (laughs) pop those in. Thank you for sharing those who have done so. Before the break, we spent quite a lot of time, didn't we, talking about the crucifixion and why it's so important to Mm -hmm. Christianity. And we also said that it's so integrally joined with the resurrection. Yes. So we're now going to look at the resurrection. resurrection. Yes. So I suppose the first thing, we do need to just define what we mean by resurrection. Mm because a lot of people think that it just means that Jesus' spirit floated off to heaven somewhere. No, actually, Jesus' tomb was empty. He rose in his body, 
but the body was transformed. It, it wasn't. It wasn't even like when he raised Lazarus or Jairus's so daughter. So it wasn't like a zombie. No, no, and it wasn't. It wasn't even just a resuscitation back to this life and then you die again. Now, actually, the, this is this is this is where you see something completely new that's never been seen before. It's actually a resurrected human body, which which has eternal. A, a physical eternal body. That's right, yes. And, and I think it's very important that we understand this because um, some people are quite happy to believe that, oh yes, well, you know, I've always believed that this isn't the end of it. You know, we go off somewhere, we become spirits somewhere. Or float up in the clouds yeah. or become yeah. a star in the sky yeah. or yes. change into an angel. Yeah. And obviously, you know, one is aware when we die, our spirit and body is separated. So, yeah. you know, there is, there is a, some sort of disembodied thing going on there but when Jesus rose from the dead this is the first embodied again. yes this is the first time this had ever happened and actually so far it is the only time this has ever happened but the promise is that there is coming a time when for the rest of us this is going to happen you know and and that that's very exciting prospect you know that it's not just some kind of vague spiritual floating about in heaven on a cloud playing a harp or, or um, standing in a white nighty waiting around as, mm. <laughs> as one of the Christmas cows. This is actually physical and real. And the fact that, you know, after Jesus rose from the dead, the, what changed his disciples so radically, what, what was completely mind-blowingly life-altering for them was realizing that Jesus, who had been dead, was now alive and different and yet still very much him mm. you know and then mm. of course they also later saw him ascend mm. to heaven and, and that's further has a little sideways mm. step we won't spend long on it mm -hmm. but some might be thinking so jesus's body was in the tomb mm -hmm. and then he raises again the body is no longer there because he's in this new recreated eternal body mm -hmm. so does that mean for us then because we are still going to die mm -hmm. um, in in this in this life, and, and we look forward to our own mm -hmm. physical resurrection. Yeah. But does it mean we still have to have a body left behind to be resurrected? So I'm thinking of things like um, cremation, for example. How how does that work? Where 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 the mm -hmm. body kind of gets all burnt well, up. And or even if it's been in the ground for centuries, yeah. it, it disappears. But actually all the elements are still there somewhere. You know, um, it, I was not good at science when I was in school, but one of the things that, that I do remember is that, you know, in the present state of affairs, matter can be neither created nor destroyed. It can be it's altered changed. in its form, but you can't actually destroy it. You know, if you burn something, well, you're turning into gases and, and, and ashes and that sort of thing, but, but you can't actually destroy mm. it. The chemicals are all still there. Um, so, so yes, I, I don't think that's a problem. Mm. You know. and, and God, who created mm. everything and, and mm. you know, we told takes dust and breathes mm. into it and, and mm -hmm. man was created, yeah. he could do the same. Well, he could take yeah, yeah. some dust or some ash or mm. some whatever. Yeah. And yes, yes. And obviously in... In Jesus' case, you know, this was this was the sort of the three days after thing, but but it's like the four days. Now his disciples did believe in the resurrection at the end of time. Yes, uh, and you know, and, and that they because um, every good Jew does. Yeah, well, yes. Although, of course, in Jesus' day, the Sadducees didn't. Okay. That's why they were sad, you see, to use the old term. Ah, they were sad, you see. But that was, you know, they, the Pharisees did believe in the resurrection. Right, okay. But they, they were, so they were expecting that, but nobody had ever thought that of the Messiah dying and being the resurrected one. You know, the, the, that was, the, the connection wasn't made at all there, you know. And so that, that's why when Jesus goes to the tomb of Lazarus, and Martha sort of meets him and says, oh, if you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died. And he says, your brother will rise again. And she says, I know he'll rise again in the resurrection at the last day. It's not very comforting at the moment sort of thing. And then Jesus says to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Mm -hmm. And it's like he's saying, no, Martha, it's better than that. Actually, the one who is the resurrection is here. 
I'm the one who's going to be raising them up at the last day and actually you know within the next few days you're going to understand but at the moment of course it's all, all dark to her and then of course Lazarus gets resuscitated which I think is a better word to use for because you know um, he would have to die again and in fact they were plotting to kill him the, the people who wanted to kill Jesus because you know Lazarus having been raised from the dead was highly embarrassing to those who wanted to say Jesus was a fraud but um, but yeah the, the the fact that Jesus tomb was empty tells us that there's it also tells us there's a connection between this body and the new one mm. it's like um, what well, he still had the scars to show yeah. Thomas when he was doubting, didn't he? That's right. So he was, he was still, it was still the same body, but it was different. And it's, it's you know, the, if, if you take the analogy that's used in the Bible of a seed, you know, the seed is planted and then the plant, whatever it is, comes up. You won't see the seed again, but actually that plant is not unconnected to the seed, it is actually the, it is seed, the seed in its resurrected form. Mm. And so this, this is the picture I also think is most helpful for us, you know, to know that when it comes to the resurrection, <coughs> well, like Paul says, none of us yet knows what we shall be. No, that's it's John, isn't it? But anyway, <laughs> we, we don't yet know what that's going to look like, but we do know that when he appears, we shall be like him. So actually, we're going to have a body which is somehow connected to this. You'll still, still be Matt and I'll still be me, but it's going to be so different because like, it's going like to be caterpillars the... caterpillars yeah. becoming butterflies. That's right, yes, and <laughs> seeds becoming plants. I have a caterpillar at the moment, you know. My yeah. good looks come later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I won't comment on that. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, that's good. Thank mm. you. So, Jesus resurrected now. Mm -hmm. Our resurrection still to come. Yeah. Because he's raised to life again, we know he is who he said he was. Yes. He is God's son. Yes. Um, he is the Messiah. Yes. He is the chosen one. Yes. Um, Yes, I was just going to look at yeah. what in um, Peter's sermon on the day of Pentecost. Um, where are we? Yes, um, here we are. So in Peter's sermon um, on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, you know, uh, he talks about, um, yes, God has raised this Jesus to life and we are all witnesses of the fact exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit. So he's really um, getting it there. Uh, I'll just find, there's another verse I want there, that, which I've just skipped. Um, um, yes, here we are, yes, sort of earlier in the, in the sermon, it was a, um, men of Israel, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's set purpose and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. So it's like he's sort of saying, you, you handed him over to be crucified, but God has raised him from the dead. And, and he's really absolutely clear. Now, these, these are the men who were so scared that they ran away. And now suddenly, within this very short time, they're out there in the street proclaiming to everybody, he has been raised from the dead. We know because we met him, we saw him, we touched him. Mm. We, we ate a meal with him and he was eating too, you know. And, and, and the whole point, the mm -hmm. resurrection, mm -hmm. proving that Jesus was who he said he was, yes. actually is really important because yes. it validates everything yes. that the Bible is, is saying and, and everything mm -hmm. Jesus taught about the kingdom yeah. and about how to live life yeah. and, and yes. all of that. And it actually, it, it, it confronts us, doesn't it? Yes. It, 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 puts us, it doesn't put us into a corner, but it makes us, mm -hmm. we have to choose. Yes. Either we believe mm -hmm. Jesus is who he said he was mm -hmm. and everything that comes with that. Yes. Well, that's we the thing, you see, if, if he is who he claimed to be, then 
then that means that what he said is true That's and that it. means that how you react to him is what determines your entire future your entire eternity yes that's right that, that actually the crunch thing is what what you how you respond to him because ultimately he is the one to whom we will all be accountable mm. and and you know whether you believe in him or not <coughs> doesn't alter the fact that if he is who he says he is you're still accountable to him ultimately yeah. Yeah. if he's not who he said he is then actually we're still in our sins matter. and our yeah. faith is actually worthless. That's yeah. why it's terribly important yeah. to know um, and to, to really get hold of the fact that this is true. And I have to admit, you know, for me, because, you know, like with everybody else, there are times when you really feel the presence of God, you're really excited about mm. it, or there are other times when it's really hard going. Sometimes times when it's like everything is, you know, doubts are coming in. And for me, this, this is the thing that is the kind of the bedrock, as it were, the fact that I'm convinced, mm. not just because I want <coughs> to believe it, though I do want to believe it, yeah. not just because I feel it, or that because I've been taught it, but because when I look at what happened and how those men changed, and then the subsequent history that followed, and you know, the, the actual um, events that took place that Jesus had prophesied, the way that um, the kingdom of God then began to mushroom out, it would be very difficult to explain that if these men had not actually met the risen Jesus. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it's, I mean, like some people, some skeptics say, oh, well, you know, this all came later. They kind of decided to sort of make up this story to, to keep the, the teaching of Jesus alive or something. And you sort keep of think, the money rolling in yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. But or, or these guys, you know, they were so disappointed, so heartbroken that they kind of wanted this to be true. So yeah. they've kind of made yeah. That does not give people the certainty that will make them face no. a martyr's death like these men did. Yeah. They rarely suffered. Yeah, they, they were so, you, when you see the change in Jesus' followers, mm. that is not, it is not explainable if they didn't really believe this is true. And it's not just the change we see in the Bible. I mean, mm. even today, mm. people who have decided to follow Jesus mm. and start to get to know Jesus and mm. live their mm. lives with Jesus and mm. for Jesus, mm. some of the transformation and change mm. that you see, you think, mm. how, yeah. how is this even possible? Yeah. You know, because, yes, because it's so because, dramatic. Because this sometimes. person is diff. I mean, they're obviously still themselves. Yeah. And obviously they aren't perfected yet either. No. You know, we, we, all of us sometimes are, less than we should be but but the 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 change point the thing that has changed the whole purpose of your life the thing that has changed the whole reason for believing um the thing that has given you a reason to do things that would not be sensible to do uh, if you didn't really believe that jesus is alive it, it's very important i think that we get hold of the i think it's important you know for people who, who don't understand to actually look at the history of what happened mm. And to see, you know, how, would, how else do you explain the fact that the tomb was empty? I mean, let's face it, there were plenty of his enemies and the ones who had, um, you know, plotted to have him crucified, who when this rumour started to going about would have been dearly loving to be able to produce the body and prove it was all lies. But they didn't. Why not? Mm. They could have gone and got it, wouldn't they? Mm. If it was still around, but they didn't. Yeah. And then the idea that it was the people who were saying all this, who had sort of taken it and hidden it so that people would think he was raised from the dead. Well, I don't know, but would you be willing to be sort of beaten, rejected, persecuted and, and killed when you, you knew it was a lie? And, you know, mm -hmm. that normally the punishment for falling asleep on duty or whatever is death, um, but they weren't mm -hmm. killed, were they? They were just kind of, you know, mm -hmm. Told to shush, yeah. shush, don't, don't. Well, they were told, they were told um, to go and spread the rumour that his disciples came in the night and stole yeah. the body. And then these terrified disciples Which who ran away. Which is normally how a Roman centurion yeah. um, no. or whatever yeah. would deal with his no, underlings exactly. who had failed in that way. Not no, no. Um, but obviously what that tells you is that they couldn't produce the body. Mm. 
society, which is very embarrassing. Mm. You know, when when you think you've just um, won your battle, <laughs> and then suddenly people start springing up all over the place, believing in this Jesus yeah. and walking his way. And mm. I mean, can you imagine Satan's shock and horror when he finds that not only has he failed to kill the Christ, but now the Christ is cropping up in all these other people who are in him and he's in them. Mm. Mm. And the great thing is, isn't it, that it's not just the people who were around at the time when Jesus rose again before his ascension mm. who have this opportunity yeah. to meet the risen mm. Jesus and we, we may not see him in mm. the flesh no. like they did because mm. he's said it to the father but he has sent his holy spirit yeah. to us yeah which means he his presence mm -hmm. can be known mm -hmm. at any time and in any place yeah. yes and you might be watching tonight and you may not um know Jesus for yourself you may not have decided to follow him some of what we've said tonight um, hopefully has mm. gone some way in helping you um, to come to that point of believing in mm. Jesus for yourself if that's you and and you've decided or, or you, 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 you you want to make a decision today to to live your life for Jesus to follow Jesus send us an email give us a give us a direct message on on youtube or um, head over to our website kingswispeech.org.uk send us a message on there we'd love to get in contact with you to pray with you to help mm -hmm. um, you uh, as you start this journey mm -hmm. um, knowing the resurrected mm -hmm. the living jesus mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. his holy spirit um, because of the forgiveness that he's achieved for us, this restoration mm. with God that yeah. he's achieved for us through his death and his resurrection. So we'd love for you to get in touch if that mm. is you. So please go to our kingswispeech.org.uk. We'd love to hear from you. Mm. Um, thank you, Fiona, for chatting with me tonight. We've yeah. come pretty much to the, yeah. the end of our time. I just want to say a big thank you to everybody who has gone and got a copy of this book, The Prison Letters, a 40-day devotional for Lent, um, one that I wrote. Um, I hope it's been a blessing to you this Lent, and it might be a blessing to you in Lent to come. It isn't just for Lent. You can engage with the content at any time of year mm -hmm. as well. If it's been a blessing to you, if you've enjoyed it, please do um, write a review um, on... Uh, there's plenty of websites you can write one on Amazon you could do it on um, uh, it's, it's not the good book company that's the name of a publisher <laughs> it's not this one um, oh uh, yeah but there, there's several there's several places you can write them Kevin Mayhew as well that is the publisher of this and there's a place for you to write reviews on their website as well um, and uh, other places that sell it will have review area so so do go and write a review uh, that really helps um so thank you for that thank you for taking part and friday conversations um is a seasonal thing that we do um live mm. on our youtube channel so we've just completed our lent season mm -hmm. it's kind of like I was going to say the movies, but it's not the movies. It's kind of like watching Netflix, I suppose, where things come in season. <coughs> so this is the end of this season. Mm -hmm. um, so we are going to be taking a, bit, a little break now, but we mm -hmm. will be back for a summer season, um, mm -hmm. sort of yeah. in June time. Mm -hmm. So keep watching our website, kingswispeech.org.uk, for future announcements and dates mm -hmm. as to when the next season of Friday Conversations will be back mm -hmm. a little bit later on in June with a whole new topic um, mm. as well and yeah. we haven't quite yet decided what we're going to be doing there yeah. so why don't you email some suggestions if you got some suggestions as well mm -hmm. for some future Friday Conversations content that would be great but we do hope to see you again mm. uh, us and the rest of the Friday Conversations gang um, mm -hmm. back again in June mm -hmm. so yeah. thank you for watching and have a very happy Easter yes